Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On this episode of the Oklahoma Breakdown with Iker and Lehman, presented by Riverwind Casino. The whole episode is basically an interview with OU Offensive Coordinator Jeff Levy. Please download and subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars and write us a good review. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search Oklahoma Breakdown on any of those, and you'll find us. All right? Our man Michael Hosty will kick this thing off. It's time for the Oklahoma Breakdown. It's a beautiful Sunday, February 12th, and you're listening to the Oklahoma Breakdown with Iker and Lehman, presented by Riverwind Casino. Riverwind is Oklahoma City's premier casino experience, and there are so many reasons why Riverwind is consistently voted OKC's number one casino, but it all starts with their amazing variety of gaming thrills and excitement. Riverwind's beautiful award-winning environment plays host to more than 2,800 of the latest electronic games with a huge selection of table games, including Blackjack, Blackjack Match Roulette, and Teddy's favorite, Craps. No matter what your game, Riverwind has it in spades and hearts. And to learn more about their gaming promotions and entertainment options in the month of February, all you got to do is visit Riverwind.com. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Now we're recording this a few days in advance. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to everyone. Hopefully the weekend, hopefully my liver is still (laughs) functioning, Ted. But we had hinted last week, I believe, that we were going to get an interview with someone that a lot of OU fans would want to hear from. And we've got Jeff Levy. Were we nervous? Did we make people nervous? I think we might have made people nervous when (laughs) we said we were going to record it and it didn't get recorded. Yeah. And it got pushed. But he he recorded it from his office in Norman, so he's still there. (laughs) Right. And you can see some Oklahoma stuff in the background, so we're good. He's wearing an OU quarter zip. (laughs) Right. Perfect. So uh, calm the fears, right? Calm the, Calm the fears. Yeah, so let's get right to it. Here's the offense coordinator for the Oklahoma Sooners, Jeff Levy. It is our pleasure to be joined by the offensive coordinator for the Oklahoma Sooners. Jeff Levy is in the house. What's going on, big guy? What's up, man? All good. All good here. It is. It's always fun to catch up. Excited to talk some OU football with you, but... You know where we got to start. You know it's coming. (laughs) A lot of rumors. 
lot yeah. of rumors about other schools coming after you to be their offensive coordinator. Obviously, the ones that have gotten the most attention are Nick Saban in Alabama coming yeah. after you. Let's do it this way. What would you like to say about any of those rumors? I'd like to say I'm sitting in Norman, Oklahoma, and and uh, sitting right here in the in the middle of the Switzer Center, and you know, living living my dream, man, having the ability to be here at Oklahoma, uh, getting to do what I'm doing every single day, seeing this thing through, uh, means the world to me. So that's uh, that's what I can say about that. Well, it's good, you guys. It's it's crazy. It feels like it goes on forever the season, all that stuff. And then yeah. I know for you guys, you got recruiting. It's right into it. But, man, spring's right around the corner. You yeah. know, we're, we're already a week uh, week or so into February, and you guys are going to be gearing back up, I'm guessing, probably uh, right there early March. Like, what's your feeling with what you got right now? Um, you know, not, not necessarily personnel-wise, but, like, you know, year one is in the books, taking stock of what you what you guys accomplished there. And and like gearing up for this this next run this next season like where's where's this where's this team at? Yeah, I think where we are today and where we were a year ago today are completely different places, right? Just from an understanding standpoint, uh, guys understanding, and I'm not just talking about scheme, but understanding the expectation of how we're going to operate inside the building. I think that was uh, something as we look back over the last calendar year, man. There there was not just a little bit of change, but so much day-to-day change um, with our guys. We talked a ton about, you know, how much the, the roster turned over, but with the guys that had been here and even with the guys that were coming in, understanding the expectation of what it means to to play football at the University of Oklahoma and how you're going to operate when you walk through those double doors every day was a lot. And so that not being new for our guys that are coming back is is huge. The scheme part – um, obviously we've taken these incredible strides. We're at a really good place uh, to, today as we sit here. You know, we look at it five weeks until spring ball starts and the way the calendar sets up is really good, you know. So uh, got an opportunity here to make these huge strides here in the next five weeks. We talk about it nonstop, Ted. Man, we're, we're in a race against ourselves to see how good we can get without the football in our hands. You know, and that means what we're going to do with Schmitty, how we're going to commit, uh, inside that weight room and inside those walls, and then how much time are we willing to spend, you know, as a as a student of the game and being inside the building when the hours really don't allow you to do that. But uh, our guys have taken it, they've ran with it, and uh, proud of where they're at right now for sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You mentioned 
all the change uh, for the players and the challenges that that resulted in. But uh, I mean, it was a change for you as well, right? Being back at Oklahoma, working under a defensive head coach, like what, what were the biggest challenges for you uh, Leb in in your first year? Yeah, I think um, the thing that, that helped me a ton and it really did was having some familiarity inside the offensive staff room, having familiarity with BV, who he is, his background, some understanding. Um, I think the most challenging part was, the fact that we didn't get it done on the field. You know, I, I look back over the last calendar year and the hardest part for me personally was our guys not getting to enjoy victory. And, and that that's something that, uh, man, that's going to stay with me. But from a, you know, a day-to-day standpoint and being inside the building and having the opportunity to lead this unit and these guys every single day and work with the guys I get to work with, man, that, that part of it's been phenomenal. Um, it's, it's the on the field and, Again, we had guys play these incredible games at times, but not get to enjoy victory. And uh, and, and that's the part that I, I think I struggled with the most, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I think the point you made is is critical and interesting. Transitional year versus developmental year is, is kind of maybe a way to phrase it. Uh, and even for Dylan Gabriel, there was a lot made about, obviously, the prior history you guys had, um, you know, he played under you, offense and everything. But it, the expectation, I think, incorrectly was that, oh, it's just you step right in, you know. Right. But it wasn't the same exact offense, whole different set of players, a new, you know, a, a obviously a, a, a new city that he's living in, new teammates, trying to get to know everyone. Yeah. So whenever you look at it, there's a big transition for him, too. And after you take stock in the year and now it should be a good developmental year for him to, to really, you know, be comfortable as a leader instead of like stepping into this new place and being expected to be a leader. Like it's, it's, it's more natural and organic now. So what do you look at from him? Like what's the next step for, for Dylan? Yeah, there, there's a couple of different things. You know, I think the first thing he's going to be so much better uh, come this year because of some of the things we've already talked about, but Here's this college guy that's already, you know, three years into his college career, that's had all this success, that's done a really good job at a, at a cool place at a, at, that he was at before. Um, and he was very used to his day-to-day. There was turnover in the coaching staff, but the practice schedules and his day-to-day with the morning format, format and how they operated, that was what he was used to. So just like all these other guys that came in from different universities and the guys that were back that were college guys that were here, that, you know, that changed. And so understanding again, man, how we're going to operate every single day, the expectation when you walk through the double doors again was a lot. And having that grasp, I think is monumental for, for him and understanding what it is to be here at Oklahoma and to, to play that position. Uh, at the University of Oklahoma. So his understanding in that, to me, is just a, a huge deal that probably doesn't get talked about enough. Um, but then the on-the-field part of it, you know, I, I expect him to take some really good strides in a couple of different ways. One, being able to carry the football situationally for us, um, being able to do some of those things. And then, two, continuing to lead and get the most out of every single guy that's around him. You know, we 
we've been really good historically throwing the ball down the field. We were good, not great this year. So being able to do that will be a huge part of it as well. Um, but that that's where I see him ma- making strides. But he's, man, he's so much more comfortable in his skin today than he was a year ago just because he knows what tomorrow brings. And I, I think that's huge. We'll get you back to the interview. But first, the only place to stop when you're road tripping is Love's Travel Stops. Loves has over 600 locations in 42 states, offering 24-hour access to clean and safe places. Whatever your road trip needs are, Loves has it. Fuel, fresh food, all the snacks and drinks, including, yes, my favorite, Java Hamori. That coffee is fantastic. Loves also has you covered if you forget your phone charger or headphones. They've expanded their mobile-to-go zone, so you can grab any of that stuff there. Make sure you download the Loves Connect app for exclusive offers from today's most popular brands and some fuel discounts. The Loves Connect app also includes a route planner and store locator. When you see that red neon heart on the highway, stop in and say hi at Loves Travel Stops. For a full list of what Loves has to offer, visit loves.com. Opolis Clothing is the exclusive home for all of our Oklahoma breakdown merchandise. If you want to live your life in buttery, soft comfort, go to opolisclothing.com. That's O-P-O-L-I-S clothing.com. Use promo code TED, T-E-D, for 10% off your entire order. You still get a discount on all the OU and OKC Thunder gear as well. It's opolisclothing.com. Use promo code TED for 10% off. Buttery soft and 10% off. All right, back to the interview. Looking at Dylan's situation, right? And you mentioned it. The the expectations when it comes to playing quarterback at Oklahoma now, they're they're a little unreasonable. <laughs> Let's just be honest. They're a little unreasonable with the run that the program has had. Now you add in the fact that, you know, five-star Jackson Arnold is now there. For you, Leb, like how do you handle that situation, right? Where you're you're creating competition. Yeah. between those two guys, but you're also trying to foster a bond between those two guys and yeah. have both of those guys kind of lead the team in their individual ways. Yeah, the the thing that's very natural about that is they're two great dudes. Like, they're big we, little me guys. They're team first. They They care about each other. They care about the health of the room. They care about the health of the locker room. And, and so that part is incredibly natural because – Again, Coach V talks about it all the time, but people win. You know, we got to go make sure that we're bringing the right people into the locker room and none more important than the QB position, and we've got the right guy. So Jackson's trying to soak it all up, man. He's trying to learn everything he can from from Dylan, watching Dylan, seeing how Dylan operates, seeing how much time he spends in the building, understanding the commitment that it takes to play at a really high level at this level and at this university. So He's taking it all in. Uh, Dylan's done a great job taking him under his wing, trying to help him as much as he can and bring him along, get him up to speed. And and I, I'm looking forward to getting on the grass with with all of them, the entire room. So um, it, it's incredibly healthy. It, it's what we needed. We got it. And uh, dang sure excited about it. You got to replace some guys. Yeah. Uh, lost your big left tackle. Um, you you lost your 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 star running Infuriating back. Infuriating right tackle. <laughs> if you're hitting right tackle start running back uh you know do it all tied in downfill stud in in mims now there's a lot of there's some young additions through through recruiting and some yep. guys already on the roster and then there were some big 
you know, portal uh, guys that, that came in as well. You know, Stogner, uh, Walter Rouse, uh, the Anthony kid from Michigan, um, some really good additions. Like, how do you feel about the overall roster right now with what you got? Yeah, I, I feel I feel really good without playing it down or getting into spring ball. We've got, man, we got a ton of work to do. I think that's obvious and evident. But again, to me, where we're at right now and what we're able to add, those three guys that you just named, man, are going to be huge parts of of what we get done. And uh, you know, I, I think when you look at it from a portal standpoint, we were able to take guys that have played a ton of football. You know, there's to me, there's not any guesswork. I, I know what Walter Rouse is going to be about when he steps out there at left tackle. I've seen it, you know, so so that's a huge, huge deal. We know what Stogg's about. He's played a bunch of dang football and played at a high level uh, for, for a lot of years and for a lot of snaps. So know what he's about and know what he's going to be. Uh, so you look at things like that and that all of a sudden there's there's some clarity there where you're dealing with new guys, but you feel really confident about what you're getting because you've seen it on tape over and over and over. And uh, excited about where they're at, excited about some of these young guys. Um, you know, I, I do. I think we're in, a, we're in a good spot. we got guys that have played a bunch of ball, and then the guys that haven't, you know, maybe they haven't had production, but they're sure capable. And uh, that, that's why they call us coach, to put them in position to go – go win and be successful for us. Now, coaching is about, you know, addressing your weaknesses, getting better at those, but also maximizing your strengths. And as you head, as, as spring ball nears, what, what do you, what do you look back on in the 2022 season and said, Hey, we, we did that really, really well. And we can build on it and continue to maximize that strength. Is there, is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, we we ran the football well. We we did, and we uh, I think we put our guys in positions of success. Uh, we left a lot out there. Like we're going back through from a self scout standpoint. Obviously, uh, right now, met all morning with with that starting back on that. But you know, we're we're going to continue to hang our hat on running the football and being incredibly physical. Uh, that's that's going to be where it starts for us. You know, the the follow-up is the weaknesses part of it. We've got to be better situationally. You know, on third downs in particular, uh, had some ball games where it, it, it did. It cost us and kept us from from winning football games. And so regardless of yards, regardless of points, if you're on the wrong side of it, then we, we've got to make sure that we're doing a, the <clears throat> the due diligence on our end to, to put us in position to stay on the dang field and be better situationally on third downs. Uh, will, will be a huge uh, focal point for us this spring. We'll get you back to the interview, but first. John Vance Auto Group has been serving Oklahomans for 40 years. They're family owned and operated, and they got nine full service dealerships in Woodward, Miami, and Guthrie. No matter what your vehicle needs are, John Vance Auto Group has you covered. They carry domestic brands such as Ford, Lincoln, Chevy, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Jeep, and Wagoneer. John Vance Auto Group's goal is to give unequaled service and to exceed customers' expectations in every way, which is why they have their lifetime loyalty program. And here's how it works. You buy a newer used car from them. All you have to do is get all of the manufacturer-recommended maintenance done at the Vance dealership. And if something goes wrong with any of the components of your engine, transmission, drive axle or transfer unit they will cover the repair costs it's a great deal and you can browse their entire inventory or find the john vance dealership near you at vanceautogroup.com 
And First Fidelity Bank is a full-service financial institution based in Oklahoma with tailored solutions for all your personal and business needs, checking accounts, saving accounts, home loans, and much more. They do it all. Whether it's online banking from your computer or mobile banking from your phone, everything is stress-free with FFB. Making mobile deposits, paying bills online, and moving money to different accounts could not be easier. Make your life easier and go bank with First Fidelity Bank. Visit ffb.com for more information. All right, back to the interview. Wide receiver, um, you know, obviously Mims is gone. Now there's plenty of capable guys out there. You know, some guys hampered by injury a year yep. ago and, you know, frustrated not being able to get out there and, and do their stuff. Like, what do you, What are the expectations for that group moving forward? Like some, maybe some of the guys that need to step up um, that you have, you guys as a staff have big expectations for and, uh, whether they're newcomers, you know, guys that have been on the roster. Yeah, I've, when you look, you look at it. The two guys, obviously, that have the production and have played a ton of snaps are Jalil and and Drake as they come back for us. And then outside of that, it's it's guys that hadn't played a ton of ball for us. You know, so when you're looking outside, you're looking at you're looking at Nick Anderson, you're looking at JJ Hester, you're looking at Jay Gibb, you're looking at Andrell Anthony, LV. Uh, th- those are five guys that. Uh, that again are incredibly capable um, guys that I'm incredibly excited about getting on the field. I love the fact that we've got all those guys to give us this incredible competition going through spring ball and fall camp. To me, that's going to be incredibly healthy for us. Um, and then obviously Gavin Freeman being back in the slot and being able to do some things with the opportunities to add Petaway and Keon when, when they get here, you know, two guys that are incredibly talented and, and uh, be be great additions to the room. So, I mean, at the end of the day, man, we're looking for production. We're looking for guys that are going to make incredible plays and be incredibly explosive, and then fight their butt off on the perimeter to 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 block and to strain and to be physical when they need to, and uh, and be big time team guys. So, uh, we're looking for explosion and, and big time playmakers. That that's where it starts, and then the rest of it follows suit. But uh, Man, I, I could not be more excited about where those guys are today and uh, and and where they're going. So it, it's, it's going to be a fun spring. You want to run the football, right? Everywhere you've been, that has been that's been made very clear. We got to see what Sawchuck and Barnes are capable of. We got to see what Barnes is capable of throughout the season, but in the bowl game, especially, we, we yeah. got to see both of those guys. How you feeling about the running back position heading into spring ball? You know, I, I, again, I think we got guys that maybe don't have all this crazy production, but when you when you look back at Marcus's career, right, and when the guy has been healthy, which has not been incredibly often, but when he has been healthy, he's been productive. Um, so you take his carries and you watch him in a one reel, and you like what you see. So I'm a Marcus major believer. Uh, I think he's a guy that – again, is going to have a ton of opportunity. Uh, you know, hopefully he can stay healthy, and that's dang sure the plan, create a ton of confidence for him this spring as we move through the spring. And then, you know, we saw glimpses of, of some young guys playing at a high level with Javante and and uh, and with Gavin. So adding pieces to the puzzle this spring was huge. Caleb Hicks and Hollywood uh, having smothers here. You know, those two guys are guys that, are, are really, really talented that it was huge for their development and, and for us as a unit to be able to get him, them here 
you know, mid-year guys that are working their butt off right now. So uh, feel good about where we're at. Those guys will have a ton of production come fall. You know, we, we do, we do the podcast and, you know, we talk about, talk about football, you know, we break stuff down and there's always a lot of talk about how many yards this guy had and, you know, what this quarterback's numbers were, but we always come back to the fact that this is a line of scrimmage sport. It always is. It, it, you know, it always comes back to who wins the line of scrimmage. So that being said, the offensive line, um, you know, you, you got some guys obviously that are out. You, you've, you know, kind of shored that up through recruiting or through the portal, bringing in some experience. Uh, also, you know, some some younger guys in recruiting. But I, to me, that's going to be the key to everything moving forward. How do you feel about the offensive line right now? Yeah, again, I, I think when you look at it left to right, Walter won't go through spring with the shoulder, but his production, how he's played and what he's put on tape is high level. Um, Savion Bird inside, McCade coming back. Uh, those two guys, uh, again, feel really, really good about them. Andrew Rain, uh, I'm, I'm a believer. He's he's done really well. He'll continue to get better and better and put himself in position to be, you know, one of the best centers in college football next year. And then Tyler Guyton at right tackle, um, a guy that to me has got all the ability in the world, has made great strides in the last calendar year, and is a guy that's going to he, – he's going to play really well. And he's got this incredible ceiling. Uh, so, again, I'm a, I'm a believer there. And we've got really good pieces around that with some guys that we've brought in. Hate that Jacob Sexton obviously ain't going to be able to go through spring, but excited about Aaron Parks. Weighed 314 pounds this morning. Uh, had to play in the bowl game. Did some good things. Had flashes. A young man that's incredibly talented, Jake Taylor being back. Going to move him around this spring and get the most out of him. So, again, feel feel good about where we're at. We got a lot of work to do. Uh, I think the starting five that walk out there the first for the first time, you know, early September, we're we're going to like where we're at. Twenty twenty two was not particularly easy for anyone associated with OU football, right? Yeah. Players, coaches, radio teams, Alum. yeah. alums, former players, all of yeah. it, right? It, it was not fun. How, how do you handle the social media criticism? Cause you, you gotta be on Twitter for recruiting and all that stuff. And, and there were a couple of weeks, man, where people were saying some crazy shit about you. Like how, <laughs> How did you like? How do you compartmentalize all that? Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, it's we stress it with our players all the time. Like Coach V talks about it, and make sure we're not letting people walk through our mind with their dirty feet. You know that to me that paints like this very clear picture. That's what it. That's what that means. You know, and so it's it's funny we'd sit in here and um, you know regardless of the situation, <laughs> I'd get a text and somebody it's a it's a pity text which I absolutely hate but hey man hang in there these people don't know what they're talking about and I tell Bill I'm like hell Bill the only reason I know this because they're texting me I ain't looking at it you know (laughs) I'm I'm texting with my guys if they need to tweet something to me that's not that I'm not talking to them the right way you know I'm I'm on text messages with these guys and so Bill and I would have some fun with it but um you know I, I I stay away from it man it's just not part of who I am, my DNA, what what I'm about, what we're about, it's out there, good and bad. You know, uh, it's going to be the – it was the exact same thing after scoring a whole bun- bunch of points and having a ton of yards. It was just the other other side of it. So, to me, 
if we're going to talk about being inside out, we got to live inside out. We got to be about us and, and making sure that we're doing right by each other inside this building and doing right by, by our football team and our players. And that's, that's where it's going to start and stop. In a, in a perfect world, you probably, you don't have any, any freshmen, true freshmen that come in and play outside of maybe like a kid that's just absolutely special that you got to get out there. Right. Um, you know, but there's, there's few rosters out there that, that don't, that are that good. And, and, you know, it's just kind of like a, an assembly line where guys come in and they, they sit for a year or two before they're asked to do anything. But like, what do you, do you have any expectations right now with the class that you have coming in or is there not even been enough evaluation for that up to this point? And I don't know, like, I guess the main thing is like, Jackson, like what's Jackson Arnold's role? Like, what do you, what do you envision his role being this year? And, you know, just how do you expect all that to play out? Yeah. I think the biggest thing for us is having 15 days of spring ball and then being able to answer that question and there being some clarity and some honesty about it instead of speculating, Mm -hmm. you know, because just like every single position, you know, regardless of who it is, uh, th- that's coming in, whether it is the five-star, the three-star, whatever it is, man, they're all getting on that line together. And so whenever they're getting on that line and Schmitty says, hand behind the line and we're on the clock, you know, how these guys respond every single morning at 6 a.m. and through coaching stations and winter workouts and all these things, that'll determine what I think about them going into spring ball and then how we operate those 15 days are going to determine, hey, this is what I think we need to do with this guy in the fall and be able to create this role. So right now our, our goal is how good can we get and how fast can we get that good before we start spring ball? You know, we were truly in a race against ourselves, man, every day. And that's the stress with our guys getting better every single day. And it sounds cliche, but taking it one damn day at a time and getting better every single day and being present in it and, and, and finding ways to maximize, you know, our 24 hours. I'd say us three, I think it's fair to say us three were all co-presidents of the Braden Willis fan club. <laughs> no doubt. And yeah. what he was able to do for y'all. How do you envision, and, and I know you'll probably find more out during spring practices, but is that going to be one guy that you think can fill that role? Is it going to take multiple guys? Because man, he was, he was as versatile as, yeah. You could really ask a tight end, H-back, fullback, whatever the hell you want to call him could be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I feel really good about Stog. I, I really do. I think this guy is going to be able to play at a really high level for us. They've got a little different skill sets at, at times and being able to do some things from a body type standpoint. Um, but, again, that that's that's my job, make sure put them in positions of success every single day. Uh, but I, I think we're going to have incredible production at that position and a guy that's – able to play a whole bunch of snaps for us and then having the ability with Blake Smith and, and these two younger guys with Caden and Jason to be able to create some, some 12 when we need to. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to stock and having him back here. And, you know, I, I think he saw the kind of year Braden had and said, man, I want a little bit of that. And and here he is. So uh, ex- excited about him. You know, there's, there's always a, like whenever you go to a new place, there, there's, there's a mix of, I, Obviously, good offensive coordinators see their roster and and kind of change what they do to to reflect the the strengths and weaknesses of what you're working with. 
but there's also like in year one, like this is what we do, damn it. Like this, this is our system. This is our scheme. You know, if we got to bang our head against the wall until we get it, we're going to do that. And then, you know, maybe you can, once, once that's all implemented, you start to, to maybe expand a little bit. I guess what I'm asking is like how much of, how much of, of what you, we, we saw last year is, is based up and how much is maybe the offense going to evolve with some different personnel and stuff that you've got. Yeah. You'll, you'll continue to see changes inside of what we're doing just because again, it's going to be a different 11 guys on the field that were on the field, you know, last year. And you said it, that's our job to, to put those guys in positions to go do what we need to do to, to win a football game. And uh, that, that's what we'll do. So you'll see, you'll see some differences without a doubt. You know, you look back and, uh, second year at Ole Miss, we were in a ton of 10 personnel because we didn't have tight ends. You know, and first year at UCF, we we're in a bunch of 10. And, uh, you know, year two, we we're in a ton of 11. So this past year, we're in all 11 and a little bit of 12, you know. So just depending on who we got and playing to the strengths of the best 11 guys, that's the biggest thing is making sure your best 11 are on the field um, every, every single snap or as many snaps as we possibly can be and then being able to adjust from there. We'll get you back to the interview, but first. Bishop McGinnis Catholic High School represents a tradition of educational excellence in Oklahoma City. Grounded in a faith-based education, students prepare to meet their potential with an individualized academic path that strives for success. Bishop McGinnis offers a college prep curriculum that includes 22 AP courses, participation in OSSAA athletics where they've won over 100 state championships and numerous clubs and organizations for students to join and grow. If you want to provide the best possible educational and spiritual development for your children, contact Bishop McGinnis Catholic High School or visit bmchs.org. Financial aid is available. And attention business owners, you need Insurica in your life. Insurica is one of the country's largest insurance brokers with 30 offices throughout Oklahoma, Texas, and the Southwest. Insurica is able to customize programs by accessing the latest information from many insurance carriers. They compare and contrast coverage offerings and pricing in order to a cost-effective, comprehensive program to meet your business's specific needs. Insurica's clients become best-in-class businesses by working with Insurica's team of advisors to manage risk. Purchasing insurance is only one way to protect your business. Best-in-class businesses win by avoiding a loss in the first place. If your business partners with Insurica, you'll save huge amounts of money and take back control of your total cost of risk. I'm an Insurica client, and you should be too. If your business wants to be best-in-class, connect with Insurica at Insurica.com. That's I-N-S-U-R-I-C-A.com. All right, back to the interview. Looking at kind of the big story right now when, when it comes to OU football, a lot of talk about when are you making the move to the SEC? Right. It, is that something you care about? Is that something that matters to you? Is it something like, does it matter when it comes to the recruiting element of things? Or are you just focused, so focused on the day-to-day that it, yeah. it's really nothing you can control? Can't, can't control when we're going. I think the obvious part of it is that the kids that we're recruiting and the guys that we're recruiting understand that we're, they're going to play in that league. So that part of it is 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 a big piece of the conversation, understanding they're going to play in the SEC. Um, not knowing when that happens, I don't think will dramatically change a kid's decision because at the end of the day, they know that they're going to play in that league. So 
for for what that's worth. But that's um, that's not something for us being inside the walls that, you know, there's not a lot of chatter for us on, on that end of it because it truly doesn't change anything. You know, we're going to go about it the, the exact same way every day. I'm but guessing you, you have the, the schedule. same, yeah, oh, the sorry, same mentality for the schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I, I do. I, I like the schedule. I, I think, uh, you know, again, it, it puts us in position where we need to be to, to get this thing back right. And uh, you know, going going the right way, and uh, winning a bunch of dang football games, and and having a bunch of fun doing it, and letting these guys in, enjoy their their hard work and their success at the same time. So, uh, I, I I like the look of it. Well, unless you want to tell us how much money you turned down from all these other places, <laughs> I think we'll let you get out of here, man. I'm good. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> Lab, you're the man. Uh, Good luck in spring. Uh, I'm sure Ted and I will get out there for a couple practices. Appreciate the time, man. Thank no you. Appreciate y'all, man. Talk soon. He's still here. <laughs> I, thankfully. Thankfully. I, and I, I did not expect him to uh, touch the Bama question or the rumors question, but I, I think I think it's clear he wanted to be at Oklahoma. Right when you've yep. got the best when you've got the best coaches in college football, the most accomplished coaches in college football, coming after you, and you say no, thank you. I want to be at Oklahoma. It, it means that much to me. Like that's that's huge in my mind. And man, I hope this offense explodes in year two under Levy. I, I really do because that was, <laughs> I mean, the biggest names in college football were coming after that man. Yep. Yeah. Um, relentlessly. So no, I think we're, I'm glad he's staying. I think we're lucky to have him and I think there's big things, man. And just listening to him talk about it, uh, you know, the big transition, all the stuff that, that went on last year, just getting everyone on the same page. And listen, I know that other people had first years as well. And, you know, maybe did a better job with, with what their record ended up being fine, whatever. But I expect this year to be quite a bit better. I expect, you know, there's there's a good base of knowledge on the team, both offensively and defensively. You know, there's – I mean, come on. We, we don't we don't have excuses this year. Um, we should be able to take it to the next level. No doubt. Uh, I'll say this. After each game, right, because Plank and I do those post-game interviews with the coaches, and, and we get Venables and Ted Roof and Lebby after each game. I I want the hug that I give Jeff Lebby to be I, I want there to be a lot more happy hugs <laughs> right. in 2023. Cause it was more it was more like sad sad, like these guys have been hugging for entirely too long. Hugs like, hey, it's all gonna be okay, big guy type <laughs> hugs. So I I want them to be a little more celebratory in 2023. So that's is that so wrong? I mean, that's all I want not, for the guy, Ted. It's not. It's it's much easier. It listen. I I think that winning cures everything, right? Winning cures everything. So, like that's that's just the biggest thing. And I know that there's, uh, you know, fans and players, and I'm sure you know coaches that are disgruntled, uh, grumpy, not feeling good about the situation. I, 
going out, winning, putting together a really good season, that cures everything, right? It totally changes the mood uh, around the entire, uh, you know, stadium, facility, all of those things. And I think they're gearing up for it. I'm with you. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Him staying at Oklahoma and everyone knowing that Nick Saban wanted him, that's good for Oklahoma. Yeah. You talk about it because it, there's reports have been everywhere. Right. When you talk, and everyone knows Levy is, I mean, he's a hell of a recruiter all, already, but I, I know it means something to me. I can only imagine what it means to a high school kid when Levy calls now, knowing that, hey, Saban wanted that guy. Yep. Like, I, I, I do think whether, and maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion, I think that carries a lot of weight with these recruits because I yep. certainly know it carries a lot of weight with me. Yep. Definitely does. It definitely does. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's a good benefit to be able to, I mean, that's a, that's a great way to have a conversation with some, some of the top recruits out there. You know, that's going to be the first question that pops up. Are you leaving? And you can have that conversation. No, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. And there's in here are the reasons why I'm staying here instead of going there. I think it's great. Yeah, just with the, you know, the 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 move to the SEC is coming soon. To have that be part of what I like to call the recruiting ammunition, it's a good thing, man. Certainly totally doesn't agree. hurt things. Totally agree. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun year. On that note, episode 291 in the books. We'll have a new podcast that will drop Wednesday. Just a reminder, you can hear Teddy from 3 to 6 on 94.7 The Ref. You can hear me from 2 to 5 on SiriusXM Big 12 Radio, Channel 375. Hope you all have an awesome week. Until next time, we appreciate you all for listening. Do what you always do. Take care of each other.